0: the podcast where my guests and i talk about anything and everything from sports relationships politics movies to tv shows current events and conspiracy theories no topic is ever off limits and it's always uncensored i'm ben Borges, and this is man chatter what's going on people back at it once again i think this is episode 69 which is a weird number to say out loud as a man talking to himself. But yeah, man. This was a this was a weird week. Last week I didn't get a chance to do one, get one in because you know, life kinda happens sometimes, man, but try to get back on it. Get back on my grizzly, my grind. At what point do you start saying like hippish words or whatever? Like grizzy. People probably don't say that anymore, right? What's popping probably out the window. I don't know, just just weird shit I've been thinking about, man. So this week, obviously the topic on all social medias and everything, well, at least the social media I'm a part of, right, with my friends and family and coworkers. Gotta be careful how I say that, right? Because there's coworkers included. Sometimes I want to think they're friends, but they're actually coworkers. Because the energy they give you online is in the same energy they give you in person. I'm not talking about like fighting or arguing or anything like that, but just willing to have the conversation or a debate. So this week has been the whole uh Supreme Court justice uh Judge Kavanaugh right with allegations that he ad- allegedly attempted rape a woman uh Christine Blasey Ford. It's just weird, right? Well, I'm not here to discuss that. Like that's that's up to people way above way above my level to discuss it, but I want to talk about, like, the reaction to that, man. Like, it's weird how when you're on one tribe or the other, like, you have these moments where you attack that vic- you attack the victim. Like, this person says this happened. This is the same thing that happened with the Roy Moore women. Remember Roy Moore? He's the one that was, like, dating, trying to date 12- or 15-year-olds and trying to take them on, on dates and showing up to their jobs because he was a judge. Probably not, because shit happened so fast. So she, uh, she says that they were at a party. Everybody was drunk. They were teenagers. And Judge Kavanaugh got on top of her, and another friend pushed him off. Okay. So she didn't say anything for 36 years. And now the thing is, oh, why didn't she say something earlier? that's that's tricky man because how do you tell somebody how to react right like you're attacking them and discrediting discrediting them because of the tribe you stand with because if that was your mom your aunt your cousin your sister you wouldn't have that same energy why is it and th- this is the, the stuff i'm referring to is from conservative women like i don't understand that like i I personally I complete ignorant about it like i don't understand i understand like conservative men attacking it because they have their own their own personal views and shit like that but as a woman do you not realize if that was you you'd be attacked as well like am i am i being a feminist when you're the one that should at least be like man we should have a little bit of respect for women and take a second and see what they have to say look that's coming from a person who was a scumbag who didn't respect women. Not, not to this level, obviously, but you know, just kind of did my did my thing when I was younger, and as I've gotten older, I've I've gotten more conscious about about my actions and things like that, and how to treat and how to act. Cause, you know, when you're a kid, you don't fucking think about shit like that. But I'm also a person who's not running for Supreme Court justice. Like, if if I had that history, I should be disqualified from that. If I allegedly tried to rape a woman. That's that's an uncomfortable thing that I probably should be held, should be held against me because it shows to my better judgment because the Supreme Court is a lifetime appointment. You're there forever. Nobody can take you off unless you unless you retire and that's it or die. That's the only way that can happen. So, yeah, so it has been weird to me, the reaction and the. And the attacks that that women have put on her, because you should try to think about it like. If you're ever in that situation, what's the reaction going to be for you? And God, listen, man, I hope no person, no woman, no friend, daughter, anybody who's related to who listens to this podcast is ever in that situation. But they should be willing. They should be able to talk without being attacked from everybody because of the side you're talking about doesn't agree with you. That's not how that that's not how that works. Right. Like this isn't this isn't a, a court of law. This speaks to his character and his judgment. This is a totally different situation. This isn't he's gonna he's not gonna go to jail. This isn't no Bill Cosby type thing, but this show this goes to his judgment. I don't like the guy. I think he's fake as shit. I don't like people with those haircuts. I know it sounds weird, and if you listen to this podcast, I got a weird thing about haircuts. I don't like people with those haircuts. Like remember John Edwards? I think he was the scumbag Democrat that like cheated on his wife when he he was and had like an illegitimate child when she was dying of cancer same haircut i haven't done the science and i'm just two for two on that one but that's bullshit that that haircut kind of means you're a scumbag because it's probably like a $1200 haircut and i don't know for the fuck what i don't i don't understand it i don't get it but yeah man it's just, it's just been a weird reaction to it i i keep going back to it because people are doing people I know that i work with and that i know are doing this whataboutism, like taking pictures with, showing pictures with Bill Clinton because a certain senator said this, or we ha- Harvey Weinstein because that same senator said, like it's just like, yo so when, if, hopefully never this happens to somebody you know or your kids or anybody, are you gonna have that same energy? Ah, but now she's mistaken, she was drunk, oh no, she w- what if this actually happened to her? Like I don't I don't know. You don't know. None of us fucking know, except those two or three people that were in that room. And she told her uh psychiatrist before she ever told anybody else. So just have a little bit of patience, man. Your anger and your and your tribalism is getting kinda out of control, man. Like take a step back and realize what the fuck you're doing with your life. Like I log off Facebook sometimes for a couple days, sometimes a couple weeks at a time, and life is alright out here. I'm surrounded by Trump supporters, right? I'm surrounded by conservatives. I'm surrounded by old white men and they treat me perfectly fine. There's no anger. There's no this. There's no. That, and I've had conversations with them about it. The pe- the person you pretend to be online, you have to be really careful about that. Like even I've had to work on that because I've caught myself posting, posting false shit and I have got called on it and I fixed it or posting angry shit that's that's just what it is man you got to be careful how you how you portray yourself online because you might when you get that same energy back you better be ready for it and it's not no hostile fighting shooting none of that shit i'm just saying if somebody checks you on your shit you got to be willing to have that conversation man because you were ready to put it out there and the universe comes right back around i mean that's my that's my little rant about that let's get into the show man let's get into this whole thing What's up, everybody? Thanks for coming. Uh, Just to remind you, UFC 229, Habib versus McGregor, is sold out, but it is live on pay-per-view.
1: I came back for the love of this, to come and shut this man up, a little rat, a little weasel, a little hard man in groups. I've met many of them through my years, a man who grows in numbers, but on on his own and when confronted in a similar situation, cowers away. And that's what you saw with that little on the bus over there he his jocks after after doing something to his own country man uh, and nothing got to do with anything and, and, and that's it I came back for the love of fighting and the love of war and this I am going to truly truly love putting a bad bad beating on this little glass jaw rat
2: hey, I'm come here for smash this guy I don't smash I, smash, I, I me. Wanna, I hey, wanna, smash me, I can smash me, you say send your lo- send location, here
1: he is right here in front of you, I'm right in front of you
2: I think it's gonna be a long night for him right. ah, It's gonna be a long night yes. for him He oh, knows
1: this. Know this,
2: he knows this I stay relaxed, I don't feel nothing, I know I have location I stay on bus, 6 October I stay on bus, 6 October. October, in yeah. the bus Like we talked before, like direct, in Twitter, you remember this, when we talk. You remember this You bought me
1: T-George a little fancy yeah, bl- kid bl- don't be talking like to 2014 me about This is called prize fighting but thankfully, I'm such a crafty individual with my with my other entities and my entire game as a whole that I don't actually I'm gonna get... put him back to box mar, 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 mar. I'm, gonna put, him, I'm gonna put
2: him I'm gonna put book. the bank yeah. me You have to fight only book yeah, because you Come, compete with high-level guys who have wrestling. I don't have to fight for money no you know. more.
1: Thank the Lord. Jesus you fight with small Christ. guys in fighter right division. I don't have to fight and for money no more. so much What are you talking I mean, about? I, I your make... wrestling
2: is zero. Your grappling is zero. I'm going to mow you. It. Let's wrestle, kid. Let's, let's wrestle. wrestle. Let's wrestle. Let's wrestle. Six October, let's wrestle.
1: Let's wrestle. Yeah, yeah. help me.
2: You're going to be wrestling with your orbital bone. I think I'm going to make him tired and after play with him. Because when he tired, he always give up. He don't like. He's like. He's like. When you go to the, hip, he moved to books and he tap there. You know, like you know, like when someone punch you like ten. You, the bus 10 bus time, window, you tap the bulls window, kid. You tap you box the box window three times. You tap time. time the little stop. the, he You tap someone four times. What, what are you talking about? What are you three, talking about? You tap three. You tap three four times. You tap so time. what? I'll tap your head you off the like canvas, kid. You tap like chicken I'll tap your head off the canvas. All his pony
1: talk is going to be put on blast October 6th. Do you have a round in mind? As long as it takes. I believe one. He's a glass jaw. And I've seen this man wobble many times. I've seen his brother sparked unconscious in another promotion. I know he is afraid of a smack. And if you're afraid of a smack off me, a smack will feel like a double barrel shotgun. So, I believe the inside the force. But I have been wrong before. I will be prepared for five rounds. You're looking at a fighting veteran. I've came true it
0: all. Man, just listening to that shit again. Obviously, those were the highlights. The press conference was like 45 minutes. I'm not going to put that whole shit in here. Shout out to MMA Fighting. I got that from them uh, on YouTube. So I'm um, this fight interests me, right? Because obviously the press conference was all Conor, Khabib English is in a strong suit. He could murder me and fold me up and I uh, I get all that cuz he's a fucking Russian bear and all that good stuff. But where this is interesting to me is because his last fight, uh, if you follow UFC like I follow it fucking balls deep, um is that in his last fight, yes, he won 50 to 43 right but he went to decision against the 11th ranked guy in the world if you're this fucking badass and you're this murderer and you're this assassin at that level why aren't you finishing more guys why aren't why isn't your ground and pound more devastating why aren't your hands stronger these are the questions i'm just asking as a fan i've been watching this sport for over 20 what 20 years back when it was illegal i talk about that shit all the time Right back when my uncle had the had the black cable box with the red numbers. Shout out to you if you know what I'm talking about. So I struggle with grapplers in this in in these instances. Right. it's why I don't I'm not a big fan of GSP. Yes, a lot of people have him. Number one. But to me, he's a boring fighter because the fights I saw, he would just take somebody down, play it safe and go to decision and, and smash. That's cool. I get it. But then you sit back and go down the list of who exactly khabib has so let's go let's go down this list right pulled it up right here so you got ala quinta ufc 223 decision right Edson barbosa decision michael johnson okay he got a submission in the third round he was that one was impressive that's the one that kind of put him on the map because that's he was literally smashing michael johnson but he got rocked in that fight he got rocked and then took him down and did his thing. He had the submission in the in the third, and he was talking shit to Dana White about giving him, giving him a title shot. So then after that, you got tell me if you know any of these fighters, Daryl Horcher, never heard of him. Uh, Rafael Dos Anjos, destroyed him again, decision. So so far it's decision, this mostly three decisions and two finishes, decision, decision, Abel Trujillo, okay. Tiago Tavares, T Tibau, all right, Kamal Sh- Shalaros, I don't even know, I, some of these people aren't even in the UFC anymore, I'm trying to find one that he fought a while back, Magomed Magomedov, nope, that was before the UFC, before the UFC, yep, yeah, no, so out of his 26, because he's undefeated, right, I'm not trying to bring him down, but out of his 26 fights, and I want to let's see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven fights in the UFC. Only one, no, can't put Michael Johnson. Michael Johnson actually moved down to 145. One, two, three fighters are still in the UFC. I think Gleason Tebow retired. So out of those eleven wins, only three fighters are still in the UFC. Now, when you go Conor McGregor's record, right? So, full disclosure, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Conor McGregor. If you don't already know that, but you look at you look at Conor McGregor, his only loss in the last since he got into the UFC was Nate Diaz getting choked out in the middle of the round, given right. So you got Marcus Brimage TKO, Max Holloway. Max Holloway is one of the greatest 145ers in the world. That goes through decision. He won unanimously. TKO punches to Diego Brandel. Dustin Poirier knocked him out. Dennis Seaver knocked him out. Chad Mendez knocked him out. Jose Aldo, 13 seconds, knocked him out. Got choked out by by Nate Diaz. And then beat Nate Diaz by majority decision. Kind of iffy. And then he manhandled Eddie Alvarez. Eddie Alvarez, one of the greatest of all time. Right? Hell of a fighter. Hell of a guy, just not, that, not at that level. Now, I'm saying all that to say this, if there's a, if as a fan, you're watching it, there's a level of competition that Conor has been at since he got to the UFC that Khabib hasn't, right? Like Khabib's big test to me would have been fighting Tony, Tony, uh, (sighs) Tony Ferguson, El Kukui, right? That would have been the big test because that's a guy that's well-rounded because most of these people that uh, Khabib has fought don't really have a ground game, Right? They, they don't. That's just not their thing. They're not jujitsu people and not shit. Neither does Connor. Connor is not that guy. So this, this is one of those that's complete striker versus grappler. But the the level of competition has been less for for Khabib. He won his title fighting a third-time replacement in, in an ally of Quinta because he was supposed to fight Tony Ferguson. Ferguson ripped his knee apart a week before the fight. And then they put in Max Holloway. Max Holloway couldn't make weight. To 155, which is crazy, because he fights at 145. That tells you how big he is normally, probably around 180, 185. And he cuts down to that weight. And then you had alla Quinta on the last on the last chance, the literally the day before the fight, and he did the safe thing. He won. He took him down and did his thing, did his Khabib thing. But again, it's not it's not entertaining. Besides that Michael Johnson fight where he's talking shit, it's not as entertaining. Yes, and he could do that to listen. He could absolutely do that to Connor McGregor for all five rounds. Take him down and just smash him. Right? That's that's completely possible and win a, a completely dominating fight. A hundred percent. But if he doesn't take him down and starts getting sparked up, that's that's it's the if, right? Because what one, one what one fighter does great, the other one does very poorly. Khabib, just as bad as Conor is on the ground, Khabib is that is in his stand up. That shoot is that shit is rudimentary as fuck. It is basic, stiff, I'm just throwing these hands to get you down type shit. That's it. He might have an overhand right because he's so strong and powerful. I'm not sure if those two words are exactly the same, but you get what I'm saying. Well, man, this one is interesting as shit. I'm, I'm not going anywhere to watch it. I'm, buy, I'm actually going to buy that at home because I want to be able to record it. Because after you buy it, you can record it and watch it again. Because either way, this fight is huge. And then on that card, you have... Tony Ferguson and Anthony Pettis. You have Alexander Volkov and Derek Lewis. I'm going to go deeper into that card the week of, but holy shit. And for Conor, he's got to stop those takedowns, man. He has to. Because if he just takes him down, it's going to be rough. He's going to gas. Right? That's been his thing in the the Nate Diaz fight. He gassed out, threw too hard. Maybe he'll learn from that. But he did it again in 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 the Freud Mayweather fight. 30 minutes, kind of gassed out after the 7th or 8th round. And then that's when good old Floyd's cardio took over. Hopefully, from all the MMA fighters that I follow that that talk about it, they hope that he's doing some road work. Road work means running. He's out there on the pavement beating that shit down with his feet and getting some real cardio in because that's going to be the biggest difference. Because if Khabib gets you down and he can get back up, that's going to be a little psychological win, man. That's going to be a little move. Then he throw that left hand, start hitting him. Start slowing him down because he's cutting way more weight than you are. He's cutting way more weight. so We'll see what happens, man. Fights in two weeks. So two weeks from today, we will know who won that fight because the fight happened last night. Two weeks. You get what I'm trying to say. All right, man, let's get into the next topic.
3: and N'Kozy Perry, the redshirt freshman, will get his first really meaningful series as the Miami Hurricane. Four carries each for Homer and Dallas so far. Travis with a fifth. Good move there. Homer created space. Now across the 10, into the end zone. Touchdown, Miami. Travis Homer scores from 35 yards away. His first score of the season. Howard Schnellenberger is scheduled to lead them through the tunnel and the smoke. Nicozy Perry completes his first pass of the quarter. It's a touchdown to Lawrence Cager. Two drives and two scores for Nicozy Perry in Miami. This one a hookup of 26. FIU's only first down is via penalty. Morgan with a little bit of time takes a shot for Wharton and it is intercepted. Sheldrick Redwine has the takeaway and Sheldrick Redwine will hop his way over to the turnover chain. Barry looking that way. Floats it for Jordan. Get used to hearing that combination. Like that. Never. Third and long FIU, still hasn't converted a first down of the game. James Morgan is sacked. Joe Jackson, 6'5-265 Jr., a name to remember. And you have more than 178 yards more than the other team as the defense has done their part. Cager back in the end zone. Is he in? Yes, touchdown, Miami. That, my friend, is why you never. Let your guard down and think you're not going to get the football with a quarterback like Nikosi Perry in the ballgame. Yeah, but you Pittsburgh work for the stealing. Texans now. You're in the same conference. We're gonna scrub They're this. From, too. We're gonna scrub this from the tape on the rear. Oh, oh boy. Big oh hit. Boy. Sterling Palmer was crushed. Ball came out along the sideline. Morgan on second and ten wharton in double coverage are you kidding me he reeled it in at the 10. wow 31 17 is your final miami gets the first 31 a crushing defensive effort in the first three quarters
0: ladies and gentlemen i sit here today a canes fan sounds like i'm Doing a fucking confession. Uh, listen, man. I'm trying to pace trying to breathe, I'm trying to take a second. The Miami Hurricanes have a quarterback. No disrespect to Malik Rosier. Rosier, Rosizi. Listen, man. I thank you. You were a great steward. You held it down while while Nkosi learned the playbook and got a great grasp where he, where Mark Rig and Thomas Brown and the coaching staff believed he could take it. But sir, in those first couple throws, you could see the clear difference. where Wainukosy is the right now and the future. That ball flies out of his hand. So I was afraid. So the little time, the little little I saw of him against Savannah State, take that for what you will. That's a practice. I thought the ball kind of flew a little bit, right? Kind of sailed a little bit. I was like, holy shit, he's reminding me of Jacory Harris. Completely. But when he fucking he had a slant that he threw the cager that he scored on the touchdown you heard on the on the highlight package there right before I started jumping in he that ball left his hand so fast I I couldn't see it yes he had a late interception yes they scored 17 points in the fourth quarter when they had given up and because they didn't want to embarrass FIU because the last time we did that got into a huge fight and we got to play them again next year yes those things happened take that all him. His chemistry with the receivers, with Mike Harley, because Jeff Thomas didn't play for three quarters. We had to go with Lawrence Cage and Mike Harley, Dee Wiggins, Evan and Joku, go down the line. We're missing our top two. We were missing our top two receivers. Yes, it's FIU. Yes, they're not at that level. But you're still missing your top two receivers that you need to build a rapport with. And we, re- we, ring this, we run this shit right back on Thursday against North Carolina at home for the blackout. So I'll be wearing my black turnover chain shirt. This is, this kid is, obviously it was one game, so I'm not trying to play it. but I'm just looking at the way he commanded the offense, the chemistry, they started doing the, the little bubble screens, the off, the running backs were getting into it, the offensive line was blacking, blacking, blocking just a little bit harder, this team just felt a little bit different, man, they felt unstoppable, the kid Brevin Jordan at tight end, the true freshman, holy shit. That guy stays healthy. And all those and those three years, we're going to have him because I, ref- I don't think he'll stay for four. That would be incredible. That kid is special, man. That kid is fast. That kid wants it. We got DJ Dallas balling. Listen. North Carolina. All this can mean nothing if North Carolina shows up and upsets us. Given. Knock on wood that they don't. But the kid is just is just better. He has a better feel for it now. That little that little game time he got against Savannah State gave him some gave him some good rhythm. I think they were right in not playing him against Louisiana State LSU. That that was the right call now. Looking in hindsight. But we'll see what's gonna happen, man. But this kid, I'm telling you, there's something special about this kid. I I could all be wrong. I could be doing a complete fandom overreaction. Of what he's gonna be, but he's not Jacory Harris, which already makes me feel better. The ball flies out of his hands. He he's gonna put on a little bit more weight. He's only one ninety five. I'm gonna need him about two fifteen before he graduates, especially if he's standing back there. I'm gonna need him to get a little bit heavier, but not lose his quickness. But man, that 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 kid is special. I'm ready. P- please listen, Mark Rick, You don't listen to this podcast. So, I just want to say this. Please don't go back to Malik. Malik has served his time in. He was never the long-term project. He's the redshirt senior. He's gone after this year. This is his sixth year in the program. He's not a difference maker. This is the third best quarterback from last year. You see what the other three are doing. Tua for Alabama, number one. Come on, man. Sam Ellinger from Texas, balling. Kellen Mond, Texas AM, balling. Got stomped by Alabama, but it's Alabama. This was number three. This was right behind Kellen Mond and Tua. I'm not gonna even try to say his last name because I would I would be very offended. I would be very offensive <laughs> in me trying to say it. So this is this is the move, man. This kid is this kid is the right now and the future. We got to figure out what we're going to do because you, you, there's a different kind of energy with him in there and you can see it. Yes, Malik is a great leader. He's going to stand there and cheer everybody on and I have nothing negative to say about him. But he's just—he just he just doesn't have that extra it. He's Malik is like that tough quarterback that's going to get you through a game. Nikozi that quarterback that's going to carry you when you don't think you should win. He he has that we are like nah man we we going to do this. He has that confidence, you could see it. He threw a bad pick, came right back and didn't care about it. Yes, we tried some little tricky shit, but the game was over. It was 31 nothing. It wasn't competitive. I didn't care about it. And it was kind and you don't you don't want to go for a field goal there cuz were rubbing it in. We're not that team. We're not Ohio State. We don't run up the score if we don't need to. Yes, yeah, 17 points, but the, it was really never they had true, true, true freshman playing. They didn't, they didn't, they gave up and they got out of there with no injuries. Je- uh, Jeff Thomas had a little bit of dehydration. Hopefully they got an IV in him and he's fine and he'll be ready to go for Thursday. Cause this guy with Jeff Thomas with Nicozy and I'm praying we get Amon Richards back. Cause who knows what the fuck is up with him. Some big things can be brewing in the U man. I know we're not there yet, right? Like I'm not that guy like, oh, that's it. We're going to win it all. We're not there yet, but don't discredit us. Don't discount us. We got some teams ahead of us that are looking to upset us, especially Virginia Tech after they got embarrassed by Old Dominion, 49-35. to <laughs> Winless team at a high school stadium, Virginia Tech lost. So they're going to be looking to bounce back, which probably hurts us in the, in the later games because we don't think we have another ranked team, so maybe Clemson, who knows. I think Duke is ranked now, so we need to we need to get some ranked teams to have a better uh better resume when it comes to the, the committee for all that stuff but let's focus on North Carolina and let's focus on the cozy Perry man I'm excited I'm hyped. let's get this shit going, baby. It's all about the you you know what it is. Thanks for listening to the Man Chatter Podcast with your host as always, Ben Borges. Till next time, peace.